Hello and welcome everyone to episode 63 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Doing pretty good. Uh, I'm, of course, uh, you know, letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju number 8 and many more. I, I kind of just, like, that realization hit me, because uh, not only are we, like, near the end of the arc we're almost at chapter 300 it's coming up quick like next episode we'll we'll be there which is weird (laughs) yeah yeah that's i mean it's straight up like we're i mean we're we're past it now past the uh um quarter uh a quarter of the way through the manga but sort of like i don't know i I feel like every 100 chapter milestone is just like wow we're (laughs) we're Mm -hmm. getting through this thing man reaching chapter 500 would be wild (laughs) <laughs> mm. Although I guess yeah. at this point it would be more like reaching chapter 550 would be wild because then we're halfway. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, oh well. dear. We are, we are getting there, though. And wow, <laughs> this set of chapters. Uh, yeah. That's that's only way I can really put it because... The tension is uh, at its peak. Yeah, <laughs> it feels I like. honestly forgot about a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. The way the way it escalates completely, yeah, uh, kind of caught me by surprise. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just jump into it because we have a flashback to finish, first of all, with chapter 291 mm. will be here. And I love this silly panel for Ace where it seems innocuous enough where it's the top secret naval reconnaissance ship returns to port. And then it has the giant seal that says top secret. <laughs> it's just like. Of all of all of like the kanji that you could just put on your boat, it's just like, "Hi, please attack us!" <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like we're carrying secrets. Attack, you know, attack us! Oh my god! <laughs> Again, yeah. the pure silliness of it all. Maybe, maybe the Marines are uh, they're banking on like uh, maybe people can't read kanji in this universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Oh, uh, well, let's well, let's figure out why exactly the uh, Shandians have turned on Nolan and his crew. They they've they were all buddy buddy before and just nope, they hate him now. It's it's, it's such an odd thing. And uh, like as we even begin the chapter, Calgary is here saying you should marry Muse. And it's like, don't be silly. I have a family, a kid her age. Like I was going to say, He's there's like, a significant age gap there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Hey, hey, cultural differences, cultural differences. Mm, true, true enough, true enough. <laughs> but yeah, we got this whole fact that we got to we got to go back and uh, report on our findings. And Nolan goes out and it's like, Calgra, talk to me. Tell me why you're not talking to me. I can't understand if we don't, you know, discuss things. And instead, Calgra throws a spear at him and cuts his cheek. Is like, no, yeah. don't show me your face or I'll kill you. And then they just, all right. Uh, it just kind of accepts defeat and, uh, you know, it you know, just kind of leaves. Yeah, it's just like, all right, well, let's, let's just finish canvassing this island and finishing our research and keep keep going. And we finally reach the day where it's all supposed to happen. And, uh, you know, Calgary is the reason the bell's not ringing. It's just like, no, I, the, the snake really wants that bell. It's like, no. Nope. Yeah, he really likes the sound of the bell. It is just like, no, oh, Yeah, no, tough luck. And... You know, the crew are discussing that Nolan seems lonely now because, you know, he, made, he thought he made a best friend for life. And now it's like this. What's what's going on? And all of a sudden, Moose is looking at the sun, the moon and Nolan's looking at the moon. And she finally decides to head out and comes across the ship's doctor. And that's when we get to Kagra looking over the trees. And we see that they had cut down a ton of trees. Yeah. It's like. Huh, he is a botanist. Why did he do this? Because is he just getting samples? That was my first thought because I I forgot yeah. the, the the reasoning behind all this. But we find out that these are ancestor trees where the souls of their ancestors who have died on the island over the past several centuries dwell in them guided there by the sound of the bell. So, yeah. it is something extremely precious for them and the doctor's like, "Oh man, we went and chopped them down." That explains why they're really upset. Yeah, even to the point where uh, Nolan here in the next scene is just kind of like, yeah, there's no way we could make amends for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's not, nothing we can do about it. The only way we can we can make amends for it is we're leaving all the gold behind. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> yeah, his crew is just like, no. I love the guy in the golden mask screaming as well. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's you... like, you gotta keep, I, I gotta give this back. <laughs> no. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, after talking to the doctor, Moose runs back into the village, wanting to you know talk to everybody. She's basically like, what if one single tr- precious tree was ravaged by a deadly poison, and that, and the poison in that one tree eventually spread throughout the forest and ate, ate away at people. If we had knew, knowing that knowing that poison would kill the island, what would we have done with that one precious tree? At, at this point, you're just kind of like, what is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's a little odd like this. But then she begs her father. I kind of thought it was a metaphor at first. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a metaphor, doesn't it? But yeah. uh, she begs her father. It's like, no, you he's an re- irreplaceable friend. you got to go make up for him. His actions saved our people. And, you know, you can't let him leave with this wound that will last his whole life. And that's when yeah. we get the full thing is like, yeah, that that forest that they cut down, it was already dead because tree fever infects plants as well as people. So it moves from people to forest and forest to people and it's destroyed, completely destroyed small islands. So knowing this, Noland, you know, that's what they've been doing, not research. They've been inspecting every tree on the island to make sure none of them are infected. Yeah, to, to save them, which is just like, I don't know, it, it's one of those things that's just kind of like beautifully tragic, I guess, where it's like you did this gesture to save them, but, you know, you did something kind of like unknowingly um, like against their culture. Mm-hmm. And you think he would have explained this to them. I think that's the one big takeaway is like they're such good friends. Why wouldn't he explain to them what, what he's doing? I, I, I do feel like on the other hand. Uh, I, I don't know. Kind of like it's better to ask for uh, forgiveness than permission sometimes. That's true. <laughs> or just I, I feel like even if he'd explained it, it would have been like, no, you know, this is sacred to our people. And it's like, well, you're just going to die. So I, I, I under I kind of I it's one of those just like awful situations where I understand where everybody's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the shocked looks on all the Shandians faces and they're like, oh, my God, he saved us. And. I have to go apologize. We can't leave like this. And of course, they're all getting ready to set sail, raise anchor and go. It's like, all right, let's set sail. And this this caught my eye. Set a course mm-hmm. for Mary Joa and contact North Blue. Yeah. I've, I can't remember what Mary Joa is, but I've heard oh, that. Did they, they, they showed it before? Yeah. Um. I, I'm, that's the like the world government uh like the headquarters uh-huh. where uh it was that, that scene in like jaya where we saw like the the elders and uh, oh Rathal okay and, Kuma, and that, that that's where like the one person was like uh so blackbeard that that whole bit yeah okay so yeah, yeah. maybe that's it they have to travel to this cap maybe that's why it's the capital because that's the only other way to leave the uh, grand line but it's hard to say i could see that i'm i'm not sure but that sounds potentially correct <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm just grasping at straws here yeah but it is also we'll, we'll get into this later but the sort of travel between the grand line and sort of like um in this case the north blue but you're sort of seeing like that, that's not an easy trek i mean we saw that with luffy and crew but kind of the concept of going back and forth here is just like oh uh <laughs> not great yeah. no not at all and as they're leaving, they hear the sound of the bell where everybody's screaming like, we need to ring it. We need to let them know. We need to apologize. And that's when they look at the back at the beach and they spot uh, Calgara screaming out for Nolan saying, come back again. I'll be waiting for you and we'll keep ringing the bell for you. We'll be here always. Oh, and then and Nolan's just, he's crying. Yeah, it's like these, they got this great warrior who's like a death threat to everybody that invades the island, just crying and screaming for his friend, which that is true yeah. One Piece friendship right there. It really is. Like I, These, you know, like we'll meet again kind of friendship speeches, they always they always get me in One Piece. Yeah. It's, it's, ah, it's like, we'll, we'll meet again, I promise you, we'll be back. And I just noticed a detail about Nolan's ship. The, you know, the little 
the top knot on his head. It's also on. Oh his yeah, head. I see it. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I, I did not notice that. I never noticed until this but, point, but that, that's that's pretty of, good. Of course, yeah, that's very in character. Yeah, so that's how we end. That it's like that's why they were fighting, and that's why that's how they made up, and they're they're all good friends again. So yeah, you know, the promise. I, I like it that meet up at the end of the day. It's you know, sort of his um, Kalkara's daughter is the one to be like, like, hey, like you, this is your friend. You know, you need to treat him right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he was trying to help us. <laughs> <laughs> he saved my life. He saved your our, all of our lives. Let's cut this dude some slack. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But yeah, chapter 292, to meet like the half moon hidden by clouds. Wow, it's poetic. Right? <laughs> we see that an arson incident has happened on the top secret naval reconnaissance ship. I wonder how they knew they'd set arson to it. I, I don't know, but yeah. Ace, Ace uh, well, is just here enjoying his coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, it's clearly not Ace's fault, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's over here. Yeah, it's, he's not doing anything. He's just... Stop drinking the coffee, Ace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we return to Nolan because our flashback isn't over yet with that parting. We get back to the writings and the, the, the that story that we had about Nolan for a long time in the North Blue, that we, where we were first introduced to him, where, you know, the, about how his stories of the adventure are so wild that they don't know if it was true or made up. Uh, sounds like Usopp. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Which I, I feel like not um, not a coincidence, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. But yeah, of course, Nolan makes it back and reports the king and reports on the fact that uh, they found El Dorado. And as soon as I saw this king, I was like, oh, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You're just kind of like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, ah, yes, this, this guy is definitely going to try to take all the gold and whatnot. But... It takes five years to get permission from Marajo to enter the Grand Line again, which is so interesting that he took permission to go to the Grand Line. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess he is like a like a researcher. I guess that's true. It's it's not, yeah. not pirates or, or any of that. So who know? And the king decides to appoint you know him the the leader for the exploration, and he decides. Your usual crew isn't joining you this time. My soldiers will be accompanying you instead. No, no one's like, um, well, prepare yourself. And to me, boy, boy, does this sound like a colonization effort. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah. It's uh, like, take us there, Nolan, so we can go kill these people and take their gold. Yeah, oh, no, uh, that's absolutely. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, we get the whole thing of, like, why, like... At first, it seemed incompetence from that story, but we've learned because yeah. the king made this change, he doesn't have his usual crew. These soldiers that are not trained to be on the water, and that's they're not why ready. Keeps and dying. They're all, yeah, they're always like, ah, Nolan, do something. It's like, I'll have to keep the king alive at least. And eventually, he made it back uh, to Jaya, and then we see the Telltale building. Yeah. Which, God, that building's been there for. You know, over 400 years, apparently. Way to go cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's some good craftsmanship. And yeah, they're gone. There's no sign of them. And the king was, of course, upset. It's like, where's the gold? And Nolan's more concerned. Is like, what happened? Where's Calgara? Where is everyone? Yeah. If you're alive, let me hear the bell. What's, what's going yeah. on? And we go back to the kingdom. And it's... He's going to get publicly executed. Uh, he, yeah. he, he says that, hey, six years ago on an island called Jaya, I saw El Dorado. I love that. I mean, he, he sticks to his story. I mean, because it's the truth. But mm-hmm. the, the, he, he I, I feel almost as not quite the same, but a similar sort of vibe to like, I don't know, like Gold Rogers execution of the kind of like he knows everything. Um, and it's just kind of like the circumstance. Yeah. And the thing, the gutting thing, the thing that made this so damn tragic is they have a member of the crew say that this is a bold. It's like, no, we did not find Noel. Uh, right. And then the actual and the actual crew sees this like, I don't know that man. Where did he come yeah. from? This is this is like some like broke works alabasta stuff all over again. Yeah. It's like, oh, this man is clearly a fraud. <laughs> yes. And uh, just. Freaking king holds him back, and Oz's yeah. men are getting pinned down. He's beheaded as everybody calls him a liar. And the thing is, yeah. 
he's not even concerned about his own safety at this point. He's just wondering yeah. about he's just Calgara. Worried and about he's his alive. friend. Yeah, which is just like it's sad, man. It's this, tragic. This this is probably some of the most tragic stuff we've ever seen in One Piece, and that's saying something. Yeah, yeah seriously, it's just kind of like this. I, this kind of like is unresolved friendship. I don't know. This a weird kind of like longing of knowing that like these two friends are just kind of se- have been separated by circumstance. My heart breaks. It really yeah. comes down to that, and you just see the emotion on his face, and uh and then you know that that story came about, and that's the yeah, that's the other thing. The, or- like, oh. the origins of Nolan the liar. Nolan the liar. But we then flipped to Jaya, back to Jaya, one year before Nolan got back. So five, you know, five years after he left, we see a, a, a grown-up Seto looking quite handsome, <laughs> and the sn- the snake's still around, and he's growing slowly, but he's also eating an apple, I think. So yeah. that's quite the snake. And yeah, him and Kagura are hanging out and wondering like huh i wonder when nolan's gonna come back and they're like hey he'll he'll show up eventually we'll just keep ringing that bell and all of a sudden the sky turns pitch black they feel an earthquake they gotta protect the village and you see the split and then the giant yeah knock up stream straight up yep and as soon as i see like how it happened that the bell is at the top of the giant jack it didn't even occur to me but yeah but yeah they island gets got sent up and then it fell back down, getting skewered by the giant back where the bell got launched, lodged into the top. And you see it ring from that dislodging. And you see all the sky people hearing the bell and like, oh, my God. Yeah. And it's like we see the comedy of the time. It's like a huge farce. And we see this guy's like, oh, my God, we got terrible leaders all over the place. Right. It's like, OK, yeah. So the. <laughs> Seems like the ro- the role of Kami, you know, definitely not um, not always great. No, definitely not. And it's like ah, it's a blessing by heaven. It's mine. I yeah. I, there's already people dragging them out. It's mine. They're like man, everybody wants to do colonialism to these people. Yeah, no, yeah, seriously. And I, I feel like God, and it's just sort of I, I don't know. It feels so immediate. Like as, as soon you know, they're like, hey, is everybody all right? And then it's just like. Oh, intruders. <laughs> right. They're immediately getting attacked. And they're, they're, the the shame of it all. And it's like, oh, yeah, Calgary is strong. He can he can take this. And you see the fighting and him going into this berserker rage to try to uh, hang in there. He, he's talking about mm-hmm. how what what had happened in the village since they left the uh, the crops. They grew well. Seto and uh, Moose ended up getting married and. You know, we, let's meet again here someday, no matter what. Bring back the light of Shandora so they can actually do all this. And that's how it all ends because, you know, I, he, I think he mentions that he can't breathe so well because of the, yeah. the height. Which is honestly probably what kind of ended up. Um, I mean, I, I, I imagine he probably would have met a similar fate either way, but uh, definitely kind of like being thrust into a new environment where you can't breathe as well. Yeah, no adjustment, just thrust up immediately to the highest. Like, it was a stronger knock-up stream than what Luffy encountered uh, yeah. to send up the entire island to the upper yard. Yeah, and, for, uh, for real. So, and to have that sudden shift, the fact that he was able to fight at all, <laughs> especially after the, not a soft landing. Definitely not yeah. a soft landing. And Yeah. Again, tragic on both sides. You feel for both of these men. Yeah, I, I'm trying to... Uh, I, I've been trying to like gather my thoughts on this, but there's a there's a, like I mentioned this um, in our last episode, but like the fine line that Oda is able to tread with this flashback in terms of like native people versus kind of like you know foreigners coming in and kind of like showing them the right way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel I feel like it is a really important balance between like indigenous culture and like portraying that with respect, but also kind of just like what happens when these th- when these two things meet and kind of showing kind of a, like mutual respect and friendship between people across the divide. It, it feels kind of like both have their ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ne- neither just like they were, you know, kind of like the Shawnians, I feel like 
in that initial flashback when Nolan first got there, it was just kind of like, oh, God, you know, like, what's wrong with these people? But here, now, they've been, you know, thrust into a completely new world and are, like, having to defend their homeland. Yeah, it's it's a tragedy. It's really all comes yeah, down Yeah, there's to... no other way to play it. Yeah, it's just, it's just tragic. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. It's just, yeah. it's incredibly well written. I think that I think that was a seven chapter, nearly two months of chapters devoted to that flashback, and I yeah. I think it was well worth it. I, absolutely, yeah. I, it's it's really important. Um, I well, I'll, I'll say I'll save that thought till we get there. Okay. All right. Well, chapter two hundred and ninety three, Bolero, and. Yeah. Uh, Luffy be b-balling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is ball is life. Uh, as, as, a, as a funny little nod, so the, the kanji on his shirt is like uh, kind of like bad luck or, or evil. Oh. <laughs> um, but, but but it's also, it's the same kanji um, in like uh, Cloud Strife's uh, cross slash. Oh, yeah. I, I've wondered why that looks so familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> I was looking to see if all of them had a number because Robin has seven and she's the seventh member of the crew. So like, oh, Aha, they all yeah. have something somewhere, uh, but not quite. Doesn't look um, like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember this color spread at all. It's super funny. They're just like, all right, suit up for basketball. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. We got soccer. Did we get basketball for the crewmates at one point? I don't think so. No. I think it was baseball and and uh, and soccer. So no b-ball one piece game. Yeah, shame. Oh, missed potential missed opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we begin the next the next chapter with finishing the story to uh wiper and mm-hmm. uh, he's just like calgary just continue to shout bring back the light of shandora even once would have been fine he believed that the sound of the light of shandora would tell his friend nolan everything that were right here but it didn't yeah, ring which is, even oh, once that that callback of just you know the the initial sort of explaining the concept of the bell um to you know like kind of respect for the ancestors and you know it's sort of like a a, a way to tell kind of, you know, the souls of the dead, like, you know, we are, we are still here mm-hmm. and, and to sort of like bring that back here um, just so that, you know, uh, Kalgara could communicate to his friend. I, I think it's just, ah, it, it gets me right in the feels. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's, it's really quite beautiful. And it, I mean, it, it says also how beautiful the bell was because it's been mm-hmm. 400 years and the people of, of this Island are still talking about it. Yeah. And then they say that they even learned what happened to Nolan. Which is, I feel like, kind of important where they're just like, oh, yeah, somebody came up here before. How does, does nobody else really know about this thing? He might, I guess he had to die at some point. Yeah. I guess it, it's just one of those things like, oh, yeah, somebody from the North Blue came up. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? I, I I wonder if that does, if that ties into something later. Like, it, I have... I, like a hint that it might, but I'm genuinely unsure. <laughs> like that I, yeah. just feels kind of really important that you're just like, oh yeah, by the way. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hearing all this, I love this earnestness from Wiper because we've always just seen him mm-hmm. as this angry berserker for most of the time. Is like, yeah. do you think do you think the sound of the bell would still reach it, uh, reach Nolan, uh, even if we rang it now? And it actually causes the chief to bring tears to his eyes. eyes. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, we are close to heaven. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, and to see that look in Wiper's face as he sees this, like now you understand yeah. why he has the flashback here because he just, he's so close. He's yeah. this, this childhood dream of his is right there. And he's yeah. even getting screamed at by ice. Like, we got to go. And he still refuses to budge. And he just, mm-hmm. he, all he says is what gives you, uh, what gives you the right to take everything in there, Rue? Yeah. And God, the apocalyptic look like of things being destroyed, the cloud shooting up. It really does seem like we were talking about how apocalyptic it all seemed before, but it just it's only getting worse. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's just getting worse. And the way Oda draws Aneru just makes him seem like he, uh, he's fully unhinged at this point. He's a yeah, mad yeah. God just laughing yeah, just... and living it up. Mm hmm. Well, it's even, you know, he's just, you know, kind of like he's eaten it all up and he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that, that's where the, uh, the the village of the uh, Shandians is. He's like, ah, you know what? F these people. <laughs> just like, I'm going to just kind of like zap this specific spot. Yeah. And they're they're all gone. Pointedly, the Calgary statue survives. 
Yeah, which, oh, oh symbolism. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we go back to uh, McKinley, you know, saying everybody's like, hey, get to the sea. Angel Island's not going to hold out much longer. Go, go. Uh, there's no safe safe place anymore. And he's just thinking to himself, if it wasn't for Conus, how many people would have died? Because just... Yeah, they all would have been toast. They all would have been gone. And mm-hmm. as if on cue, it looks like he gets struck down as well. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, if he's trying to help people evacuate, so he's gone, uh, gone down as a hero. Yeah, he's probably fine. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, death only happens in the past. Yeah, I was going to say for for like this is one piece. So for for a uh, apocalyptic mass extinction event, uh, surprisingly a uh, few casualties. But I'm assuming some of the people have died, but I don't know. Like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, uh, the, I think just sort of kind of like two scenes back to back of like, oh, thank goodness we weren't there. <laughs> Otherwise, we would all be toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so or I, I, I guess that's just from the perspective of the people who were able to evacuate. But yeah, we uh, we get Conus reflecting on all the things and just uh, hope basically praying. Yeah, and I feel like, she, you know, she's kind of flashing back when, you know, she was like, I was the one who summoned the special lobster express. Or it's like, yeah, some of this was kind of her fault. <laughs> a little bit, but. A little mean, bit. Not, and, and not much she could really do. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's understandable to feel uh, kind of guilt about it. Mm-hmm. I, I love this panel, though, where it shows the the upper yard from above. Yeah, what a what a shot, too. And just like kind of the, the giant Jack uh, kind of wrapping above and around the um the arc mm-hmm. just how tall it is yeah <sighs> and man and he, he continues his assault uh making holes in the white white sea that people are going to fall through he finally gets high enough that he sees the temple of the kami destroys yeah. that he's like i don't need it i don't need this thing anymore <laughs> yeah sends a l thor that goes through that all the way down to the the the, the city and we see our poor snake. Like, I feel for that snake so much more now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he's just, he's been through it. From dealing with Luffy and uh, mm-hmm. all that. And of course, Aneru is like, all right, there's just one thing I want, the bell. Yep. That's what everybody down below is talking about. They're just like, yep. <laughs> I love how Usopp's like, hey, we got to go. We we need to go. This is not safe. Everything's kind of destroyed. We we really got to go. We promised to wait, th- wait on the ship. So all that. And <laughs> I love how Wiper and Robin are just having a conversation like oh yeah the so the ruins of shandor on this lower layer and the vine pierced through the center of the city and it said that the map on the ruins of the great bell is located in the city center so it must have ended up on the top of giant jack yep which is when you think about it it's like you said um for the last chapter where like that that basically got like skewered through (laughs) yeah then zoro remembers a conversation with luffy where he's asking about there's supposed to be a huge bell in el dorado right and we just sort of leave it at that yeah, and, we, uh-huh. and we end with two voices coming towards uh, a Nehru. Luffy running with the bell, just and, still running straight up, and Nami struggling to catch up to him on her freaking waver. <laughs> yeah, I can I can only imagine how kind of like let's say like hilariously excruciating this must have been in the anime, just like because this probably would have been a solid like fifteen minutes of Luffy running straight up. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, sure, and more as we'll get to soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, boy! The thing I did actually want to comment on um, from the beginning of the chapter is that, oh, sure. like, I definitely you know have seen people being like, you know, the flashback is good, but it does kind of come at an awkward point because um, you know it's sort of like just shoved in right before kind of the climax. Mm-hmm. But going back, like, I think it's really important to contextualize the importance of the bell. Yes. And kind of, it, it is kind of the connecting thread from the flashback to the present story is like, well, the the bell, you know, is kind of like what everybody is, uh, you know, both Enru, you know, and Luffy are kind of like, he's just like, I'm, there's no way I'm giving you that golden belt. Like, that's what they're going to be fighting for. Um, and I think you wouldn't have that context without the flashback or like why that's important yeah because it, it seems like a weird weirdly placed flashback at first because you're focusing more mostly on noland and and calgara uh yeah. it's like why is this here all of a sudden and then it ends with the bell and then and that's the connecting tissue to everything that we've seen in this arc yeah i think it, it, the only thing i would maybe want to see differently is like it could have been spaced out 
But I think if that were the case, I probably would have forgotten some details. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that Oda just like just gave you the full story right uh, right when he did. Yeah. I, I it's yeah. about as well placed as you could ever expect because any earlier yeah. when you forget about the details, any later and you lose out or any. Well, yeah. Any early you also lose the impact of the reveal. Yep. Because yeah. I think. If you were reading this week to week or watching the anime, I could be like, I could see somebody being like, ah, you know, just get back to it. But reading, reading the manga, even at a relatively slow pace of five chapters, a week, I'm like, no, <laughs> yes, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're going faster than most, but also slower than a lot because a lot of yeah, people just exactly. marathon <laughs> these things. <laughs> it's easy yeah, to, do, exactly. to do so. I'm trying to think where I put it elsewhere and I can't think of anything. This is the yeah. best spot. Yeah. Even more so as we get a little bit further in, but let's actually cover that with 294, Kingdom Come. And uh, pirates have set fire to the ship out of spite, and there'll be trouble if the top secret information burns up. Well, maybe you shouldn't have (laughs) labeled it top secret. I just, yeah, uh, who could have seen this coming? Uh, Though it is funny, I guess the the pirates have no interest in the actual top secret information. And if they're just like, they're just out of spite, like, you know what? Uh, We don't like you. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Burn. And, uh, yeah, uh, Nehru is surveying where the, uh, you know, just above, he's like, all right, I've surpassed Giant Jack. And, uh, you know, why would anybody have come so high above the Kami's temple in all these years? So where is the bell? And all yeah. of a sudden he notices Luffy climbing up the Giant Jack. This is so, uh, it never stops being just such a funny visual. The, the, the other thing is just the endurance. He's carrying this heavy ball. Trying yeah. to get back to a fight. He's climbed up miles at this point, probably. It feels like it. Mm-hmm. And he's still ready. Like, the fact that he still has is going into a probably drag out fight is something else. Like, yeah. My God. Luffy. Well, and then here, here you see, like, there's so many of these sequences that are just, it, it's so funny because, you know, Luffy's just like, ah, there you are, Inru. And then, you know, Inru is just kind of like, uh, you know, he, he zaps the top of the giant jacket, just like, ah, Luffy fell. <laughs> he just kind of laughs at him. And that's where I got frustrated. It's like, let them fight. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, seriously. Oh, again, if I were watching the anime, I probably would have been pissed. <laughs> it was like, no. Ah. <clears throat> but it, it works in the manga, at least a little bit better because. It's, it's basically just this chapter. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, it helps that it's only this chapter. And it also makes sense because, well, let's be serious. And Nehru probably can't win against Luffy. He can only yeah. slow him down. Yeah. And it, it's like, why? I don't know. He's, he's got the high ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He just needs to get high enough and far enough away. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And just take him out with yeah. everybody else. The, the, the vine tips land on the, the land amongst the crew and they're yeah, like, which, what the heck's like, going on up there? It's sort of, I love the scale of this all because so much of like that sequence of um, uh, Iteru kind of zapping the top of the giant jack is it's like really zoomed out. Um, mm-hmm. And then otherwise, it's just kind of like kind of close-ups on Luffy climbing. So I love just like, oh, right. Like this thing is massive. Yeah. So it's cool just to see the giant piece kind of just like smash uh, on the on the cloud near everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we talked about it for a while. It's like, man, that giant jack keeps this keeps showing up. I wonder if it's important. And hey, sure enough, it's like the the key piece of this entire island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Luffy's hanging on for dear life, hanging on to the bo- uh, the to the uh, ball, of course. And all of a sudden, Nehru fizzles away and heads into the clouds itself. And as Luffy looks out over, he sees a light over uh, over Angel Island. He's like, well, this is mm-hmm. my chance to get on the boat. And all of a sudden, Nami runs him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <we> just... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, hey, you're safe. That's great. And he has a wheels on his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I mean, hey, he's rubber. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. They notice that the thundercloud is changing shape as everybody's running to get away. And Nami realizes that, yeah, there's a swarm of air currents and sheet lightning discharge charges, and it's right over Angel Island. So yeah. we get this massive spear, a sphere over over the island. And an arrow grandstands and causes this giant ball to fall onto Angel Island, and it's called Kingdom Come. His, his, Which is... <laughs> I gotta say, that's uh, a good attack name. <laughs> it's... It, Accurate, yeah, <laughs> certainly. 
and god just like that massive two two page spread after it where you're just you see you see lightning strike and you see you know kind of like you know people trying to uh evacuate and you see uh, luffy and ami and then you know kind of the rest of the crew are all just like oh <laughs> yeah looking over it all and as the dust clears there's just a hole yeah like i completely forgot about this that angel island gets evaporated just gone like it's it's horrifying yeah <laughs> again i don't know it, it feels kind of <laughs> um appropriately biblical i guess mm-hmm. i don't know it's like you, you don't see something on this level i think very often in the story so it's just like oh like yeah like that he just completely nuked an entire city it, it's so much more grand than the stakes of of uh alabasta <laughs> yeah <laughs> and alabasta seemed pretty wild as well just just how like close like that uh vivi always was to fit to stopping the war and yeah. here we we know luffy can do it <laughs> we've seen him yep. do it before it's just a matter of reaching him and trying to mitigate the damage and there's just so much destruction going on right now yeah i guess it's it's just like the scale of the destruction that that really kind of sold me on this and it wasn't it was an element of this arc that i had completely forgotten about mm-hmm. it's 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 wild and the thing is like i think luffy kind of cares about all that like he ca- mm-hmm. might care for the people it's hard to say but the real reason he's going for all this, that he's doing all this, is that he wants to get to the bell. Yep. And Nami's like, who cares about that? The gold doesn't matter. We need to save our lives. And besides, look at all the gold that's on your arm right now. So <laughs> right. let's just go. And he's like, I'm not going to die. And you saw it too. El Dorado existed. And... That's when he flashes back, and here's the crux of why the it was so perfect to put the the uh, flashback here, because mm-hmm. Luffy still remembers Cricket and how yep. Cricket was willing to kill himself in order to prove that Nolan was not a liar, to end all I, this, and man, uh, to bring it back to all that stuff back in Jaya. Yep. yep. I think what gets me is that, like, above everything else that happened, like, Luffy saw a guy with a dream and was like, I have to, like, I have to prove it to kind of, like, protect this man's dream and to kind of bring it all together, prove that it's real. That is, that is the thing, that is the most important thing that matters to him right now. Right, because it's a friend. It's more than anybody else on Sky Island. Like, Konis is... Kind of a friend at this point, but I don't think they ever made a huge connection. Or Luffy never made a huge connection with Konus in mm-hmm. in in the same way. But he made a connection with Cricket, and yep. Cricket was and the monkeys were what helped him get to this adventure on the Sky Island. That's yeah. what he wants, and Luffy will do whatever it can to do <laughs> to help a friend. We've seen that with Vivi. We've seen it with Nami. We've seen it so many times before. This man will just yeah. wreck himself. It's so thematic that, like, you see, whenever whenever you see a character in One Piece who has sort of, like, a big goal or a big aspiration, like, Luffy's there. He's there for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and will do whatever he can. And so that, I don't I don't want to go as far as to say as, like, this was a missing element throughout the rest of the arc. And I, I think if there are some criticisms that you could have towards the story that, that it is kind of, like, um, maybe not aimless, but like they, they have a goal, you know, they're trying to get the gold and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. like, this is it. This is the goal. Yeah. And it feels like it, it has kind of come here right at the end, but I think having the flashback, having, you know, explored all of the upper yard and stuff like this is kind of like, it has all finally come to a head. Yeah. Cause Skypea up to this point has been just an adventure a treasure hunt we were yeah we're, we started out we just wanted to have an adventure in the sky because we wasn't sure if this was real or not we got to see what this these sky islands were like their culture and all that then we get to the upper yard and the promise of hey el dorado's here so we can get some gold and actually make this a treasure hunt and then it just happens to collide when this big push military push from the shandians to try to take back their land happens yeah. and he just it's just timing of them getting embroiled in it all but then it recenters itself at this point thanks to the bell yeah yeah 
it, it really it really is just kind of like this is the focal point now here at the end. Yeah, I, I can definitely see the claims of it being aimless, but I think it's been entertaining enough with each section. Yeah, that, I, I, I want to say that that is a, a take that I disagree with. Yeah, <laughs> but but I understand why somebody could feel that way. Um, and it, it really I think it really emphasizes here here and now at the end that like we were kind of just you know we were adventuring around for a while but now we have the clearest goal that we've ever had at any point in the arc yeah and luffy's out to stop a Nehru, ring the bell and maybe maybe save the people of this island <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah chapter 295 giant jack as we see a lone navy man dive into the inferno of this secret ship <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Hmm. Uh, he'll be fine, I'm sure. Yep. And then we start, and that's the thing. This is the thing that got me. We start with Luffy, Luffy successfully grabbing on to the ship. <laughs> yeah. And it never just kicks him off. It's just like I, 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 I do wonder. It's like, did you think that was going to work? <laughs> I mean, he has to try. Yeah. And Luffy's just like. How are we going to do it? And he's, he's he, again, those crazed looks from Nero at this point. He is just bathing in the power and the destruction. He's just like, yeah. nope, just I'm going to full, erase full all on of Skypea. Speech. Yeah. yeah. Time for all of Skypea to gone. It's my duty as a commie, so let's let's do this. And Luffy's trying to get up, but each time he tries to get close, the giant jack gets, get, get, just gets blasted away further. And <laughs> as... As uh, Nehru says, goodbye, rubber man. I hope to never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> and Luffy tries to take the waiver to try to catch up to it, but he just immediately flips off and falls. Yep. Yeah. God. Ugh. This really is just uh, trying to climb up the beanstalk. Of course, we get in those flashbacks to Cricket where he's trying to help him <laughs> and all that. And we see yep. the flashback of when he realized, like, hey, there's supposed to be a huge bell, right? Yes. Huh. I just thought of something great. If we rang the bell up here in the sky, you think the guy, the guy and the monkeys down below could hear it? I bet they could, right? And that's yeah. what caused the inspiration. He's had this idea for a long time, and he's not going to let it happen. Not going to miss it. I forgot if we've mentioned this before or not. Um, but the, and I, I, I wonder if this was. I do not remember where I heard this. I think it must have been. It might be in an SBS somewhere, or maybe in an interview. Um, but there's a, a very specific choice that Oda makes where he. You you never see Luffy think, or yes. very rarely. You, I think you don't I think we've think. discussed this a little bit before. But go on, go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like it, it's interesting then that he chooses to show through flashback, through conversation, like whatever Luffy is trying to do here. And I I think that I don't know. There's something about it here that's so much more compelling than just like if he was thinking to himself, you know, I really gotta, uh, you know, I gotta ring the bell for them. And you know, I I, I guess like it's important to show what Luffy is thinking to the other characters and the reader. The conversation here is a specific choice. It works better than just having him like think it to himself. Yeah. And it's framed in such a way that it's Zoro telling the others because yeah, he, he said this, that's what he's doing. Zoro gets Luffy. If he's going to yep. try to do it, he's nothing's, nothing's going to stop him. So, you know, the, the, him and the narrow after the same thing. Yep. And yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good way to, structure that whole, whole idea meanwhile the uh residents of angel island are like well heaven's gate's gone sky island's gone we have nowhere to go yeah <laughs> we are stuck here waiting to be slaughtered god just seeing all of like the boats of people and just like the giant hole where angel island used to be oh <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah it's rough that hole is huge and then Aneru finally spots it, a cloud in the sky that actually has the bell. And the thing I noticed right away about the bell is the poneglyph is still there below it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, my Oh my goodness. <laughs> Get Robin to that uh, poneglyph. <laughs> oh, 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 man. All right. <laughs> of course, Aneru's excited. As, I'll, as the Kami, I'll take this with me and finish my ascent to the Endless Varse. And all of a sudden, Usopp sees that something's falling down below, and it's just a giant leaf. Yeah, well, <laughs> I love that he's, he's everybody get down. <laughs> <laughs> he's ducking away. And it's a, a message from Luffy and Nambi 
where they say, cut down this giant vine so that it falls to the west. And they're like, why? Oh. <laughs> and then they spot, look up above and they see a massive kingdom come. Look at, God, the, the scale of like just like the art in, in this finale is so good. You've never played uh, Final Fantasy XIV, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> there's, there's the opening cutscene is the way that the initial bad version ended. <laughs> oh yeah, when, yeah. When they relaunched it, and it's very similar where they have just have this giant spherical object in the sky that unleashes destruction. So it wow. kind of gave me that sense. It's like, oh god, <laughs> and he's just like, well, I've got my bell. Time for all of you to die. Yeah, man. I love Luffy's reaction. It's bigger than the last one, jerk. That jerk. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, yes, harsh very, words. Very put. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this. It's like, hey, Nami, aren't you going to get away? Like, well, you want to ring the bell, don't you? It's like, if I left this, it left you the way, but you just ended up crashing, so I have to give you a lift. But keep me alive. <laughs> I love, I love this. Like, so, it, Nami gets played as a as a scaredy cat for for the jokes. Um, and you know those those, those gag scenes can be very funny, but I'm also just like. She's ride or die at this point, you know, and I'm I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I think she because she realizes this is the only way they're going to survive. Yeah. <laughs> for all intents and purposes, Nami is the Bulma of, of this manga. And <laughs> yeah, she gets utilized so much better than Bulma. Like Bulma is yeah. great, of course. But seeing her right there with Luffy, like I, it makes you wish she did like it was, it was structured in such a way that Bulma got to do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad we have what we have here though. Yes, for certain. Yes. Where it's not just like God. Even down to because I also forgot about them trying to get you know like hey we need we need the rest of y'all down there to you know cut the giant jack. And so I my memories of this arc were so like Luffy focused mm-hmm. that even even down to things you know like the encounter with Enru and Sanji on the arc and just like kind of everybody gets a role to play here in the finale and that's. It's something that I really love about One Piece that you don't see in a lot of other shonen manga. It's like yeah. b- balancing a, like a crew of seven and giving them all something to do is is not easy. No, it's it's not. And I I think that's another thing that I've I've seen brought up a lot because for whatever reason people are talking power scaling at the current and fifth current One Piece. It seems, and, that's all, <laughs> and I I've seen somebody mention it's like you know the fights to me are the least interesting part of one piece they're fine but they're not what i'm there for and mm-hmm. the, the the story has gone out of its way to point out that these guys are stronger together than they ever are apart like yeah luffy's yep. strong he can get stuff done yep. but look at this he would not mm-hmm. be able to finish this fight without nami and without the rest of his crew following is, those instructions yeah and that then that's honestly kind of how every arc is like, yeah. uh, at least think of the top of my head. Like, I can't think of a single arc where it's like, even, you know, even if Luffy beats the bad guy by himself, that's not like, it's not like, oh, we beat the bad guy and now that's it. You yeah. Know? Like, there, there's always some kind of twist or some kind of extra objective that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Or that, like, the rest of the crew has to play their role so that Luffy can just kind of, like, do his thing by himself. Yeah. God, even even the manga currently, like, I don't, I don't know. It just, it, it's definitely one of those things. I, I'm very, <laughs> I guess in a strong way, anti power scaler. I don't know. I just, it's one mm. of those things that just is never really. It's, it's not why I like this manga, and even the the fights are definitely are more. Uh, they're they're fun and they're great, uh, but they are more of like a means to an end. You know, it's not like. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's it's storytelling and there's definitely some cool fights, some cool moments. Some are more standout than others. But I mean, this this is this is just cool. Like, OK, well, this is what he wants to do. So let's do it. And yeah, <laughs> everybody's behind him. Yep. Zoro's immediately getting the swords out. Let's let's cut down this tr- this tree because those yep. two are the only hope. <laughs> and that's how we end. Man. Wow. <laughs> Next time, for all intents and purposes. We're done with the majority of Skypea. Like that yeah. 300 is not the end to end, but almost the end, which is yeah. I'm, wild. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to call it that. Yeah. Wow. We one more left. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I, oh. 
And a lot of it was spent, like, I think only like five or four chapters was spent actually fighting a Neru at this point with Luffy. The rest of it has just been ge- getting to him or flashback, which is fine, actually. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I feel like, uh, like I just said, like the, the actual kind of 1v1s is kind of not the really the important part. Um, and they, like, again, they, they can be cool and great. And I there's a lot of them that I love, um, but they they are not like. I don't think any of the arcs are like my opinion on its quality hinge on how Luffy one V one's the bad guy. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the memorable moments of one piece are not fights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, oh. uh, and we're just starting. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've, we're not even, even of what I've read, we're only at the tip of the iceberg of that sort of thing. Oh boy. <laughs> So, uh, well, with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 291 to 295 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube, or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about anime, manga, games, and uh, my job. And uh, yeah, I just <laughs> I've been kind of kind of heads down, uh, just you know, working on stuff. Uh, I still working on that uh, Naruto spinoff. That's still going strong. I don't mm. know for how long, but you've been, been uh, fun. Res- trying to resist buying Resident Evil Four. Oh, uh, I, I, I bought it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yep. It's good. It's good. I, I'm, I'm still very early in, but yeah, busy schedule yeah, and all that. But I, I try to find other times. You'll love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I will. I'm, I'm, it'll be my next game for sure. I'm almost done uh, uh, playing Spider-Man Miles Morales. Once oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's not a long I'll, one either, so that works out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, so. be, I'll be going on to RE4. <laughs> well, there you go. And hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 296 to 300 of one. 300, piece. baby! Yep. Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Finally return. What will you think when you see we're gone? Hold on a little longer. I'll let you know that we're still here. Are you alive? I have so much to tell you. <laughs>